Hey people, this is Aram. Before we get started this week, I wanted to announce something I have been working on for a few months now, our relaunch Patreon rewards. As I set up a new recording studio downtown, I have created new support levels with exclusive adventures, early episode access, my DMs notes, and even side quest adventures. Our first side quest follows the Jackdaws and Brannock as they try and survive the mad whims of Captain Rugov Cesar. Day one. The boat itself is a prison. Yes. Even outside of their it's own the implication. cell. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> even outside of their cell, it's still a prison. Yep. It, they're trapped by the ocean. No matter what they do on this ship, they aren't free until they hit land or they have their own ship. The plan is make it to Port Bliss and find their own ship or find their own way to make it to the north. Uh, I think over the next three, there's four days, there's three of them. Each day I will find one of them and I will just be like, oh, hey, you could, uh, you're, that's who I'm looking for. That kind of thing. What are we, wait, what are we doing during these days? I see that you have been rotated into yeah, the crew. Yeah, you're rotating the crew. You're, so oh, you're, yeah. okay. So your first mate, Narden, knows you well and immediately puts the three of them on a work crew, separate from each other, though, doing different jobs at different times to keep them off balance. Urakov is an ox of a man, so they put him down in storage, moving around barrels and boxes. Inchova is thin and agile and a really good climber, so they put him up in the sails, tying down ropes and mending rips. And Brannock is a soldier, so he's given a weapon and put on watch. We've got a ton of content up already and are adding new posts every week. So check out what you've been missing at patreon.com slash Vardian. Now let's get on with the show. Hey people, this is Aram. Welcome back to God's Fall, a proud member of Neon Rival. Join the collective at neonrival.com. Episode 76, Time and Fate. When we last left our heroes, they were facing off against the line, a team of magically empowered mortals on the hunt for godlings. With the help of Dudala, they managed to fight them back. However, she was blasted out of the sky by a powerful spell from the hand of the Warden. My name is Michael. I play Zion Preeton, a six-level human sorcerer. My name's Steven, and I play Torric Wildtongue, a level six paladin dwarf. My name's Kelly, and I play Rena Falvel, a six-level wild elf ranger. My name is Doug, and I play Doro Knot, the level six halfling rogue. My name is Serena, and I play Caitlin Wainwright, a level six human rogue. My name is Carlos, and I play Para Rivers, a six-level human cleric. I place my hand lovingly on my boyfriend's shoulder because there's nothing I can do, you know. Uh, but at the same time, I'm focusing my divinity far uh, 
over toward uh, Dudala and pulling her out of the water. Well, you can't see her. Okay, well, then um, I reach out with my divinity and I form a shield around Para and as many people as I can, actually, if they're all within my radius. So you create this shield that expands from you and it pushes the smoke back from Para and he stops coughing. It reaches Torvik and Torvik stops coughing and it expands out until it covers about the mid area of your deck from rail to rail. So all of you get enveloped within this shield to push this smoke back. Doro, what are you doing? So she did that. Right now, all you can see is smoke on the other side and you can hear two of your friends coughing violently. Uh, slide a hand on her. What are you trying to do? Who cares? Take anything. <laughs> Something. I'm looking to sleight of hand the raven uh, and take anything off of her person immediately that I can then take the back with me. She's wearing uh, a belt. <laughs> Utility belt. Yes, she is. <laughs> yeah. She's wearing a belt with six pouches. Which pouch do you want to reach into? I mean, how do I differentiate between pouches? One through six. I would like pouch number three. Okay. Is that the closest to her crotch? No. I'm just asking. No, that would make sense, because if he started on one on the side, I have it on video on where he pointed. One, two, <laughs> Okay, yes, it would be actually closer to the crotch. You're absolutely right. So it's probably the most valuable thing. <laughs> mm, that's weird logic, but sure. That's Another where... pink clam. Yeah. <laughs> I would like you to roll, uh, roll a die eight. Well, if we first roll to see if you're successful. Yeah, yeah. Let me do a pickpocket first. Yes. Wow. 28. Okay, and that's versus her... Whatever you do against... I guess? Pickpocket. Or sleight of hand. I, I, I was. Don't you have a player's handbook I gave you? Natural 20. So just as you get... Just as you pop the top of it open, she spins around and out of your range. Yeah! Boom. All right. Torvik and Oinkers... You're collecting yourself and you're still inside this field of energy. Looking around for Gruntox again. Where did you go? Come back here. We're not finished with this. You can't quite see through the smoke yet, but no one is around you. I'm still screaming. And then Oinkers. Oinkers was throwing things, levers. Well, as soon as Oinkers hears you coughing and in panic, Oinkers turns back into a bird, flies over and is circling to see if anyone's okay and what she can do. All right, Dudala. No sign of her. Para. Did I see where Dudala fell? Yes, but you can't see it now because you're inside the field and it's all surrounded by smoke. Zion, Torvik, Rina, they're all within. The only person you can't see is, is Doro. Doro. Okay, great. So I want to make. Uh, and Oinkers. And Oinkers, yes. So I'm going to cast aid on Torvik, Zion, and Rina. I'm going to cast it as a third level spell too. Their hit point maximum and current hit points increase by five for the duration. Since I'm casting it at a third level higher, they get an extra five. Nice. Yeah. So you all feel strengthened. <laughs> yeah. Reinvigorated. All right, Steelbeard and the Four Vines. You can hear them firing, you think? You don't see anything. What does everything look like right now? Like, is the the bubble shielding us from seeing everything around us? Because no, it's you smoke, can see or? through the bubble, but it hasn't quite cleared the smoke around it. So there's like a layer of smoke just outside the bubble that you can't see through right on this round. 
Yeah, I'm gonna hold action. I'm just gonna figure out, I'm just gonna watch. Be ready. Be ready. Okay, back to the top of the round. Is the smoke still going? Or Now the smoke has cleared. You can see that the raven is back at her controls and has thrown a switch and the boat is being moved away. Rena. Can I try to shoot the lever that she just did to make the boat go? You can try. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know it's going to be hard, but... Like, yeah. You know. 30-something? Okay. Roll damage. Uh, Nine. I would say that that makes it a strength check of 19. So it pulled the lever out of her hand, and the ship went this way, and now it's coming right back towards yours. Oh, not exactly what I wanted. Good check. Thanks, Rena. Sorry. Sorry. Mm. (laughs) Oh, I have an extra attack. Can I hit the wheel this time? Make the boat go another direction? Sort of, kind of? I mean, yeah. not, if you hit the wheel, it's not It's not really going to spin more. Because yeah. she's now, now coming towards you. It's just like sinking to the back of it. Probably just really angry at Sebu, so I'll just try to shoot him one okay, more time. fair enough. <laughs> Still just, you know, residual yeah. anger. <laughs> 20. Yep, that's going to hit. Roll damage. Nine. Okay, so you strike him in the other <laughs> shoulder. And he looks pretty wounded at this point and pissed. Remember this. <laughs> Gruntox, uh, oh wait, that's right, Gruntox had him. So you shot him in the arm while he was being a carrier. <laughs> Gruntox sees that he, uh, they got hit again, hurls him kind of like inside, opens a door and chucks yeah. him inside so we'll be okay, and slams the door back. And then Gruntox just kind of holds her shield, giant shield covered in these like these giant red scales. And she holds it in between her, your ship, and the raven. So they're both like behind the shield right now. Do these scales look like dragon scales? Or would we know anything about that? Roll Arcana. Okay. Ooh, no. Big red shiny scales. Red shiny scales. I have to go look those up. They belong to the big red shiny creature. Oh. Yes. And the person in the flying armor? Both hands open and these sparks are just firing out. These crackling sparks of energy that just create kind of this visual cloud between you and them. All right, so Doro. So I think I'm going to hide on their ship. Okay, I would like you to roll stealth. 25. So you believe you're well hidden. You're kind of towards the uh, front of the ship, and you can kind of like tuck in behind it, and you believe you're well hidden. Do I see Dudala? Ever since she crashed into the water, you haven't seen her at all. Roll a perception. 16. You're looking around, and you do see like 300 feet that way. So if you're going south right now, she's 300 feet east. There's something in the water. All right, I fly into the air toward that thing. So you take off and go that way. Zion just takes off and starts flying towards the ocean in the opposite direction of this boat. All right, uh, Torvik and Oinkers. Where's Oinkers at this point? Oinkers is like right beside you at this point. Okay, I start looking around, I take note of who's on our ship, mm-hmm. and I see that. Yeah, a couple people are wounded, but otherwise than that, everyone's there. Except for Zion, who's just gone flying away. And, and Doro. Doro's missing, too. Gone. Just gone. So I start panicking, looking around. Doro! Doro! And start screaming for him. You can hear him, by the way. You don't do anything? <laughs> okay. All right. All right. No response. And then I, so I run to the edge of the ship, jump, turn to the uh, eagle again, and just... Looking for Doro? Yeah, Sora, flying Sora around, around their ship. Roll a perception. How far away is their ship from us? Uh, their, their ship is now pulled about 50 feet away. Nine. Nine. Okay, nine. You don't see him. <laughs> Dudala, if I can see her, does she look like... You can't really, I mean, it's just like there's something in the water. You're not quite sure what it is. It's still pretty far. Okay. Para. Can I shoot a fireball at that godstone to knock it 
off the. You try to shoot your fireball at sure. Can I try to break the ship? Break whatever. <laughs> I totally. imagine. Is it being held kind of like a mermaid it's, at the front of a ship? It's like it's it's like tied down to a post with like a bunch of rope. With flammable rope. Yeah. Paris like looking around, like Zion just jumped into the air. Torvik just jumped into the air. He sees the boat sailing in the opposite direction. So he focuses on that godstone because he figures that's how they found them. And it'd be just a matter of time if they go away, they can come back and find them again. So he focuses and shoots a fireball at the godstone. Like seed of flame explodes from your hand, shoots across the way, strikes the front area of their boat. Fortunately, you're in and explodes in a ball of fire. I would like you to roll damage. I'd like you to roll a dexterity save. Uh, 10. Oh, dear. Oh, no. Uh, 29. The rope simply it disintegrates and the entire godstone plummets into the water and sinks. How are you doing, Doro? I passed out because I lost half my hit points. Doro is unconscious and the boat is pulling away and none of you know he's there. Mm. Who's next? Steelbeard in the four vines. Steelbeard is now actively looking for the others. What happened? Where are the others? And you can see vines like diving, like the, the figures unravel and the vines dive into the water around you and are looking to see if anyone's fallen in. Caitlin. She, she realizes that Doro's not around and, and she's looking for him and she gets to the edge of the ship and she looks at the ship. Can she see any of the, the big bads well, on the ship? Unfortunately, these, these firecracker explosions going off in front of you, so it's really hard to see the ship right now. But can I see any of the, the bad people on the ship? Are they barely like like occasionally through a little thing, but it's like they got a half cover right now. Okay, yeah. I want to um, focus my energy to to meet the eyes of whoever's on the ship, and I want to remember them and oh, okay. link to them. I'm memorizing their um, their outfit, the way they move, the way they talk, the, like anything, everything about them. And what do you want to do? Oh, that's for later. Okay. Oh, oh wow. All right. Uh, I would like you to roll an intelligence roll. 21. Yep. You just made a little mental Xerox right there. Yep. <laughs> I can tell you all about him. <laughs> yeah. All right. Back to the top of the round. Rena. At this point, are they too far away for me to do any kind of... Well, they're about 200 feet now, so that they're they're kind of they're, 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 they're towards out. the end of your range, yeah. and you'd, you'd be firing with disadvantage into this like cloud of sparklers. Okay, um, I'm just gonna hold action and keep my bow ready in case they try to send anything else out. All right, the line. The raven throws one of these levers forward, and the boat just lunges for it, and this like bubbling and frothing is happening at the back of their boat towards the water line that you don't quite understand, and the boat just takes off. Now it's several hundred feet away from you and pulling away further. Doro! Roll to see if you can wake up. No. No. <laughs> all, right, all right, I'm still looking for him too. I'm above the boat. Excellent. So I'd like both of you to roll perception rolls. You don't see Doro, but you do see a red cloak in the water. Okay, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> was, was she wearing a, she had a red cloak? Correct. Sorry. Right. So I guess we're out of initiative then, but yeah, I get, we're, we're still we're, doing stuff though. Yeah, so you're all looking. Eventually you find this red a cloak and you dive down and it's just the cloak. There's no sign of Doodala. You guys continue to search. Uh, the boat continues to vanish over the horizon and there's no sign of Doro either. Well, I'm constantly, I'm staying above the, the their boat. So sure. I'm pacing with their boat. Looking no for sign him of constantly. it yet. 
Um, I wanted to shoot one of my my flare the one that it's red, which means hostile. Just so sure. it's a it's a Sebu thing. Yeah, sure, I'm, absolutely. I'm just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I also did the yellow, so it means tracking. So yeah. it's like I'm coming for you. Like, Fair enough. <laughs> you're you're the enemy, and I'm yeah. fighting you. Yeah. <laughs> you're not seeing anything on the deck at all. So you're just flying over, and I'm going to see if the raven spots you. Yeah. Okay. The raven looks up after a while, sees you continuing to fly over pulls this little raven charm, this little silver raven charm off her neck and hurls it into the air, turns into a real raven that comes diving at you. Ah! Initiative. So awesome. Make friends with it, quick. It dives at you with its claws. Does a 16 hit you in bird form? I did not think I was going to get into a fight. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> right? Well, raven's, a raven's very tiny. It's also made of like a silver mercury, so it's definitely different than a normal bird. So I have an AC of 13. Yeah, so you were hit. So you take uh, six point, no, I'm sorry, seven points of damage. Little shit of Lost. a bird just well, attacked a giant different eagle. Though, it's, like, you know, it's like this weird silver metal that's now raked across you. I turn to him and I'll give him an attack. All right, roll to hit. Nine for the beak. Nope. Seven with a so you lash talon. out and like your claws and your beak just hit this hard metal form and just bounce right off with no damage at all. And while I'm doing that, still trying to search for Doro. Roll a perception at disadvantage though, because you're in combat. Nine. Mm -mm. No, he hid so well. So you both collided in midair and swiped at each other, and then you peeled away and kind of dove down so you could get a good look at the ship. But as you did, that raven came down faster, just folded its wings in and plummeted like a stone, unfolding at the last minute and swiping across your back. That's gonna hit. That's definitely gonna hit. Five points of damage that continues to claw and peck at you. Back and forth, there's just a mini sky battle happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like when you're kind of close, it's really epic. Yeah. 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 There's like music and strings. Dual faces. Planet Earth. Planet Earth all over. And then you pull back, it's like <laughs> Here we can see the eagle going uh, for its lunch. A nine talons get twelve. Yeah, again, you're just glancing off this metal form. One hits and one misses. The beak, five, as it kind of rips a little piece of flesh out of your side. The silver form is beginning to be streaked with red. Man. Nothing. Mm -mm. Man, give it a good just shake. Just can't get through this armor or whatever its flesh is made out of. That's going to miss. That's gonna miss. So you're able to like, you're kind of getting used to her attacks now and you spin out of the way of both of them. All right, so I'm gonna swoop down, drop down to the deck, in front of the deck and turn back into me. Evoke an attack of opportunity. That hits, so you're gonna take another. You evoke a peck of opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> you take another five points of damage. You swoop down and you just land on the, on the deck. Yeah, in okay. Torvik form. All right. They're all kind of towards the back, so you land on the front. Roll a perception roll now. Uh, 18. You land, and instantly your eye goes to a 
burned, a singed, smoking, unconscious, and clearly wounded Doro. It's kind of laying, kind of tucked away under this like little lift area from the deck. All right, are we still on initiative? You have like a surprise round because they, 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 they didn't expect you to land. So you could like grab him or do whatever yeah, you I'm want. Yeah, I'm gonna reach out, grab him, do the as much healing as I can. Wake up, buddy, time to go. You're healed. And awake. And you can take one action. Ha! What happened? No time for talking. Let's go. Where are we? Why am I still here? Still no time for talking. I'm going to try and teleport us back to our ship. All right. Uh, go ahead and roll with your divinity bonus. Lots. Lots and lots. 18 <laughs> plus 6. Yep. So Doro and Torvik just appear directly in the middle of the ship as the other one crests over the horizon. They've got this really angry bird. I'm in a lot of pain. I need help. Torvik, you saved me. I hugged Torvik. Torvik's just got like a dozen cuts and scratches all across Bleeding them. profusely yeah. from this stupid little <laughs> metal raven. I see that they're both uh, worse for the wear, so I heal them both. You still are flinching every time Para comes to you. Even though you know the fire doesn't hurt anymore, you still, you know... Oh. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, 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 uh. And you're fine. You're both healed. I'm still flying over looking for Judala. I found a red thing. That's all you ever found was the cape. Torvik, if you would be so kind, would you mind calling up some fish to look for Dudala? All right. Okay. I'm a little tired. Big school of fish. This happens to be underneath you right, right now. Thousands of them. And you're able to, like, reach out, connect with all of them, and they separate from their school. They just all burst in all different directions, swim out several hundred feet, and then all come back towards the ball in the center. Every single one, one by one, reports back no. I'm going to say no. All right. Well, I... I imagine Dudala has left us then, and she has taken the Eye of Saw. Why? What? What? How did she get that? She got it off of me. What? Why would you do that, Zion? You gave it to her? Sort of. You wouldn't let me play with it, but you gave it to her? Well, it's kind of hers, and also I needed her help, and she promised she'd help us at the end. And I'm hopeful that she will. Maybe I made a mistake. Well, we won't know until we find them again. You know, when I disappeared, she brought me into the astral plane where she had all of her power, and basically I could have either fought her there and not have helped you guys, or I did what I did. Maybe it was a mistake, only time will tell. I'm glad you're safe. Yeah, I'm glad you're safe too. And like, I uh, go to hug him and like comfort him. So as you hug him, the deck rumbles, and then two 
like branches come down around you and Steelbeard has turned and he has hugged both of you, just wrapped you in branches and leaves. And he says, I am glad you are safe too, my friends. So I saw a huge explosion as I was flying away. What happened? I took out their godstone that they had. It said, it's in the bottom. The bottom of the ocean. <laughs> hey, Torvik. Torvik, I know you're tired. <laughs> Do you want to be a whale? <laughs> uh, so I, no, I'd send the fishes to look for it. They can't dive that deep. Can you find like a, a giant squid? Also, also, it could be like anywhere. I mean, you guys have gone for a bit. You can try. You can try. Roll animal handling. If you get a natural 20, you'll find it. Try. Go ahead. Uh, 18. Sadly not. Couldn't find it, sorry. Would have been great. It, you know, it, I'd rather have it at the, as Paris said, should be, it's rather be at the bottom of the ocean than in their hands. That's true. Good job, babe. Thanks, condescending boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 2 p.m. right now. Okay, so Saved by the Bell reruns. Did we get everything from Capania? Is that why we're I mean, we were mainly there to meet up with Dudala. Dudala, yeah. We yeah. And she, but she was the one godling for this, like, area, right? So yeah. we're yeah. probably moving on to get more of Sirena's junk. Yeah, we really should meet up with Sirena. Yeah, again. we really need to find her. Well, let's look at the map. Yeah, if I were Sirena... Okay, we last saw her in Port Bliss. If she took her ship from there, or got a ship or something... She would have headed south. Well, she had she had a ship. You guys left her ship. Yeah, we left yeah. off the ship. Oh, okay. I, I wrote into the deck, like, be back. And then, like, we didn't come back. It looks like the closest thing to where we just were at Port Bliss. Most likely, Sirena would have headed south from, from Port Bliss, just south of Cape Tripletail, to find this next ring. We could probably find her there, but it's like finding a needle in a haystack. Paths. Wait a minute. I have an idea. Come here, Caitlin. Okay. To the treehouse? To the treehouse! Grabs his hand. Feel like you fall sideways, crash through the deck, spin upside down, but suddenly you realize you're standing right side up. You are inside the treehouse in the middle of the ocean again as the waves lap outside. Ah, I hate that transition. Okay, so here's what we can do. I have a way of finding pathways that people are, have been on. If you can attach your ability somehow to what I can do, then maybe we can combine both of these abilities to find people to actually find Queen Sirena. Like a bridge inside the dream world. Yeah, exactly. Like a dream within a dream. Okay. Um, the last time we did this, it, it, was, it was bad. It was bad. Do you think it would be bad in here? Well, no. I mean, you're you're in charge. Remember, Caitlin? They, you have to get uh, better I'm, with practice. I'm in charge. Right. I'm in charge. Yeah, you, okay. d- you're doing all this. I can't do this. Look at this. It's amazing. Watch. Right there, create a pink elephant. Okay, and she creates this pink elephant, and it is in... Um, like, a, like a little tiny one? A tiny one, and it is wearing a tutu, and it dances. <laughs> Yeah. See? It's so awesome. None of the rest of us can do anything like this. The back of the elephant's head has jaws. (laughs) Yeah. 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 None of us can do this. (laughs) This is unsettling. So the pink elephant kind of goes away. Fades away. Okay. Come on. Take my hand. Okay. And I grab his hands. Both of you need to roll a die 20 and add your divinity score to it. Your divinity bonus. 
21. So it's 12 plus 6. So 16. 16. All right. No, 18. 18. <laughs> you both take each other's hand, and you can feel your energies reach out to each other, and the bridge forms, and it's strong within this dream of space. And you instantly feel connected to each other, and you understand each other's abilities. So you put these pathways out. I'd like you to roll a die 20 and add your divinity score. Uh, your divinity bonus. 23. So you reach out and you're trying to find the pathway between you and Cyrena. So your starting points are like where you remember you being last. And you kind of see yourself fly out over that point. And you can see a clear line that you spider out from. And then there's another line that's weaker, but also spiders out. But then there's another one, and another one, and another one. And you can see now that they're all lines going to other possibilities from that point. And one becomes two, becomes dozens, becomes hundreds of these glowing tendrils that kind of fire out in all directions. And then you see other lines, other possibilities from everything in the world. And they're all pulling into this one central area. Can I tell where this centralized location is? Distance is weird in this place. I mean, it's to the north, and you can just be there. You mean to the south, or you mean to the north? To the north. Great, yeah. No, I, I move us over there. The two of you feel a tug from the middle of your back, and you are suddenly outside the treehouse, several hundred feet floating above. And in the very next instant, you're in the back of this giant stone cathedral. A series of stone benches proceed in front of you to a large central altar in the middle. Dora, where are we? In the middle of this room is this black ball of energy, and above it is this stone ring of black onyx shot through with purple veins, and it's just kind of spinning and hovering above it. Twin women with this black bob haircut stand on either side of the ring with their arms out and their eyes closed towards it. One of them pops her eyes open, looks at the other one who slowly opens her eyes and nods, and she steps into this swirling blackness and vanishes, and the other one remains with her hand out. You may as well come out, children. I'll likely be gone for some time. Uh, is she, like, saying that to us? She announced, well, she announces it. You don't know if it's to you or not, but probably. I look at Caitlin, like... And I look back, you? like, I, I don't... Uh, uh, so I step out. I step out with her. And she's just continuing to, like... She's waving her arms above this blackness. And every once in a while, a tendril snakes out. But as they snake out, they all kind of hit this invisible area and stop. And the whole tendril just vanishes and shrinks back. And none of them seem to be able to get past this black area until one gets a little bit past and she puts a point on it and kind of, like, draws a little flag in the middle of nothing and then it vanishes. But she's watching to see if any of these tendrils get past this invisible barrier. At least that's what she appears to be doing. And the tendrils are coming from the ball? Yep, from the ball in the center. And then above and then it the is this spinning is ring. Spinning. By ring, do you mean like on your hand ring? No, or it's, a, it's, a it's ring. like a five-foot stone ring. Gotcha. Shot through with purple, and it's like a black onyx stone. 
I was trying to remember if Doro ever... Doro heard the story of this and saw it at the top of the union. No, the bob hair girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, he... Yeah, right? What was my... I don't think I know anything. It was always with other people. But you guys have talked about it. Right, I guess. I'm I think sure. that's where I know it from. I'm sure that... someone we would have mentioned it to you. We talked about it when uh, Parasol yeah. would do Dala. Right, so it's 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 been mentioned before. So Caitlin knows as well, then. Correct, exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What what is this place? We we don't mean to be here. Well, we kind of mean to be here. <sighs> it's fine. It's fine. I'm pretty sure she's not a bad guy. Is there anything I can do to help you two? Since you are here, we're looking for our friend. And who would your friend be? Sirena? Yes. Her court is not yet extinguished. You may go there. Well, we were looking for her. We were brought here. Why would that have happened? I do not know. Perhaps your path brought you to me. What is that? And I point to the um, onyx uh, and the rings. This is the ring of Orm. It allows my subconscious to peer into the fabric of reality, crossing boundaries of space, time, and dimension. And Caitlin, she looks very curious and very, like, just amazed by all of that. I'm a little horrified by it. That's quite a statement for her to make. Caitlin's on board, though. She's like, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Intelligence check to maybe remember that. Yeah, Nachman said that roll with advantage. Come on, Daryl, get it. Be smart. 21. As soon as she says Ring of Orum, you remember that that was that stone ring that the four of them grabbed at the top of the Union and then vanished. Wait, why do you have this? Because it is mine. Did the stone ring make the world storm? They no. did that to no, make no, no, the world storm? No, 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 no. So uh, Orum, who was the uh, demigod son of Ogun, forged this with the help of Ayus in order to take on his dad. It wasn't quite enough. Reality wasn't enough. <laughs> wasn't enough. Well, you were there for the vision, though, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah totally. for the four women on yeah. top of the no, town. So well, there no, four people. Not four people. Oh, yeah. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, but one of them Folks. definitely was the one with the bobbed haircut. The right. Rest so of she was at the top of the union. Right. When they did that. Yeah. Whatever that was. Caitlin is stepping closer to her, and um, the tendrils look like um, she's putting flags right where the tendrils can't reach the barrier. As she's doing that gonna see that you look curious mm-hmm. allow me to explain the blackness represents the explosive birth and resulting expansion of the multiverse and each of these tendrils represents a significant person from those universes the invisible barrier that most of the tendrils hit is the great death at least that's what we're calling it a guillotine in reality that slices forward and backward through time undoing everything it touches By using the Ring of Aurum, I am able to search all of space and time for the handful of creatures that managed to slip even a few seconds past the Great Death. They are schisms, bumps, to slow the total annihilation of all reality. Each time I find one, my other self brings it back here. Our plan is, hopefully, that we'll disable this Great Death and maybe stop it here. She's staring into the, the webbing and then the, the, the markings. She looks at her and tilts her head and says, Can we help? Fate and time were brought together for some reason. I'm honestly not sure what you could do. Do you mean like fate, like a person fate? Godling type of person? Or like fate, the abstract thing that directs us all? 
I am the god of fate. At least I am now. I had no abilities. I remember my life and my world, but there is a gap between it and my arrival here. I appear just as the god of fate from this world, a dwarf named Condalo Stormforge, was about to murder myself from this world. In that instant, I appeared with a knife carved from bone held in the exact position needed for the blade to materialize inside of Condolo's head. In the next instant, I became the god of fate, and the god of time survived, which is me in this world. So she's not really fate at the same time because it's an alternate her that's fate, and she's and she's time. So it's it's her it, is time, her is fate, One but from of, different realities. But from different realities. So they're two different. And okay. she wasn't fate until she came here, and now she's got a fate from this world because she killed the god of fate from this world with some weird bone knife. But the fate probably from her other world could still be alive. Absolutely, fascinating. And she's in two pieces? She, it's the other woman is her? It's a woman from another reality. So she's the woman from the other reality, but herself is also here. So there's, they're, they're, they're the same person. Yeah, two yeah. of them, same person, but one's reality and one's fate. Well, no, one's time and one's time, fate. Sorry. So the yeah. gods of time, time and the gods fate. of fate are working together. And do they look exactly the same? Exactly the same in every possible way. If they were both here and you could reach out to their energies, besides the fact that one feels like time and one feels like fate, they feel exactly the same. They're the same person. How many questions do you have right now? <laughs> it's cute. Biting my tongue so hard I can taste blood. So overwhelming. Blood. Is there like, anything else? And of course she brings Doro here. I it's know, like right. The least right. like intellectual. I like, absolutely look for something to take. <laughs> Are these these tendrils minds? Are they m- lives and people? People, things, gods, creatures. We believe if we bring enough of them here, we can destabilize this eventuality. The last thing that Caitlin wants to do is she is like looking at the lines and they look like a map to her. They look like how the dream world works, like it's beyond the dream world. So she's looking into it and she's making note of all of the schisms. She wants to find the schisms. So you're looking through all of them and there's a couple different ones. One that she seems to be focusing on right now is very strange. There's this city with these impossibly tall buildings made of stone and glass that are so narrow that they can't possibly support their massive height. Rivers of tar form roads in between them and these metal boxes speed about these horseless wagons. You're making screeching and blaring noises at each other. And then on a dock just outside this city is a man, a kind of Slightly balding on top, hair pulled into a ponytail, looking kind of disheveled, sweeping off a deck, and then it shifts away. It, the the visions that I saw were they very similar to what I saw with the God of Invention? Yeah, these are these are clearly things that are not yet, but will be. That man is not yet. Clearly, someone far in the future. Yes. I want to take you to roll a perception roll as it's as this last vision is pulling out. Six. The image pulls back quickly, and you're left with this view of the tops of all of these impossibly tall buildings. And you catch this big red block print down one of them, and it says Kadaria. And then the vision vanishes. Oh, I just got chills. Oh, I don't <laughs> like that at all. <laughs> I, I think we have to go. From whence you came, 
often this friend you wish to find? Our friend? Yeah. 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 Goodbye. And you both vanish from where you are and appear on the deck of Cyrena's ship. Joshua has two swords Jazz out omelet. and is at your throat. <laughs> and then he immediately realizes who you are. And the queen has already run down and has lifted you off the deck and has spun you around. And she's incredibly strong. Caitlin. <laughs> Sirena. You both are well. Yay, the queen. We found you. We found you. You have found us. We were very worried. Um, here, have a seat. We've got a lot to catch you up on. Thank you for joining us for episode 76, Time and Fate. For my DMs notes on this episode and special behind-the-scenes videos from our last God's Fall recording, check out patreon.com slash Vardian. I am completely revamping my Patreon layout and adding bonus material from all of the shows I work and produce on into one single feed. I've got a bunch of new stuff posted now, and we're going to have a ton more for the relaunch in April. So be sure to check us out at patreon.com slash Vardian. And if you don't have a print copy of the Gods for All World book yet, you are really running out of time. We are down to 34 copies, and that's it. I reserved a couple for myself, but as far as what's being sold, that's all that's left. If you want to grab one of the last ones, check out worldbook.godsfall.com. So thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time in the Five Kingdoms. <laughs>